Hey Jess. Hi Sarah. Um, do you know what day it is? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's Sad Girl Sunday. Damn, it's been a second, hasn't it? It's been a while. This is our first podcast of 2020. 2020. Cheers to that. So we are here today in the booth using one mic because we are a cord short, so bear with us. Um, But we should still sound the same. I hope so. So we decided theme for the week, solo travel, because both... You and I have some trips coming up. Yeah, I think I think solo travel and just travel in general. Um, but before we delve in, how's your week been? Uh, it's been good. Or I'm... your month, rather, because we haven't <laughs> actually done a pod since Halloween. It's crazy. Um, I've been good. I've been busy working. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you know. Yeah. Um, had some really long shoot days. Uh, and then, um, earlier this Friday, I have a pretty good story to tell you. Mm, I'm um, so you know how I have that Timothy Chalamet cardboard cutout? Yes, I do. Delicious. My, one of my roommates is friends with a celebrity. Um, he has a show on Netflix. That's all I'm going to say. Um, but he came over, um, and we had hid the Timothy Chalamet cardboard cutout as to not, like, spook him. Um, and I went to bed after saying just hello and all that um but at some point when i went to bed he found the timothy chalamet cardboard (laughs) cutout um and took a photo with it and posted it to his instagram account i love this because i mean number one it shows just how small of a town this is yeah but additionally i really do think if somebody can't accept you at your timothy chalamet cutout do they really get to bang you (laughs) well there was none of that going on Listen, <laughs> still, that's my thought on it. I think you have to let your Timothy Chalamet shine. I was like, my roommate wanted to put him away just to, as to not like scare her famous friend, but he thought it was really funny. If I had to put away every famous man in my house, <laughs> whenever a guy came over, I'd be fucked. I've got a James Dean poster staring at us as we speak. And he looks so moody and perfect, smoking a cigarette. But yeah, there's there's uh, there's famous men specifically all over our fridge, and it's kind of an honor to be put on the hot guy fridge in this household. Actually, much like your household, you've got some hot dudes on your fridge yeah, right now. Um, Jess, for Christmas, gave me some Adam Driver man goodness. <laughs> As we like to call them. They're, they're like magnets, but they're just of hot men. And uh, luckily those stayed on the fridge. Again, it would be a crime <laughs> to take them down. But here we are. Adam, or rather daddy driver, survived. What about you? You have any good stories from the past month? Oh man, it's, it's kind of the same where it's been. I mean, ever since um, Christmas, it's kind of felt like a whirlwind. Like, it's just... Jumping right back into work, I mean, I and I worked throughout the holidays on this kind of insane shoot that I'm on right now that's coming to a close, but it's been a little rough, so I definitely have not had um, the kind of, not even necessarily free time that I'm used to, but I feel like any any downtime I have, I'm so exhausted from what's been happening that it's... There's been, like, no adventure. Yeah. And it's funny, because I felt like I promised myself 2020 I was going to slow down. No, I was but it's the exact opposite. It's just been a constant go, 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 go. 
But the thing is, I feel like, so, as you guys know, if you listened to the pod before, 2019 was kind of our year of badass birthdays and just cool shit. And actually, we haven't had one since your birthday, but um, we did this really beautiful Napa trip for Sarah um, where we had a bunch of her friends come out and we hit all these awesome wineries and saw this very cool band, uh, the Limousines and the Lovemakers, and kind of ended the year with a bang, so to speak, um, right before the holidays. But up until then, 2019 had been like, we're doing Disneyland, we're doing Vegas, we're doing all these things in addition to working. Let's go was, camping. Yeah. Let's, let's I'm going home time. this weekend. Let's yeah. go to the beach. Like, it was truly nonstop. And I feel like people really shit on 2019. And I actually have to say that, like, collectively, I had a really phenomenal year compared to the year before. So I just, I kind of look back on it feeling very thankful for that year because 2018 was super dark for me. Um, and you were such a huge part of that, so thank you. You're welcome. Think, um, but, and I think that we, we did, though. We talked about, towards the end of the year, we, we were both like, I am so burned out, but in a good way, because we both work a lot. And on top of that, we were just really making the effort to do mm-hmm. these extra things. And now this year, it's like, let's slow down. And instead, it's been like, we planned international trips, and we're working more than ever. So. And I have barely spent a single weekend in Los Angeles because I've been traveling for work. I feel like, I mean, we saw each other last night, but I feel like up until that, I hadn't actually hung out with you properly for a while. And I mean, we did like the Galentine's dinner with the roommates and everything, which was great, but it was like, that was the first time that I think just you and I had hung out for a while. I feel like I've been like present, but like not really for a while. Yeah, and it's like, Partially just based on how exhausted I've been. Well, and, like, you've been... Actually, I guess we've both been out of state for work, out of town for work. Um, I've already been on, like, nine flights. Yeah. And it's only February. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, About to be ten. But, yeah, it's just kind of... Like, I for this this year, it seems like it's flying by already. Yeah. Yeah. which I, I don't know, it's good and bad. Um, it's almost Cassandra's birthday again. I know, what I don't know, we have to plan something cool. I know. She was asking about my birthday the other day, and I, I was like, like I, I was like, your birthday's the one coming up the soonest. August, like, excuse me. Uh, yeah. So we need to plan something fun, but um, it's really interesting, too, because we were, actually, my roommate and I were talking about birthdays the other day, and I was like, I think I'm just going to lay a low for my birthday this year, and she was like, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> Um, you never know what's going to come up. And yeah. I think that's what 2020 is all about, is just rolling with the punches. Yeah. Also, I have to say, uh, we always talk about manifestations and, and like envisioning what you want. And I feel like last year our birthdays were kind of manifestations in a way, right? It's like, I want to have this good time, Yeah. blah, blah, blah. With me, I was like, I want to see Jim Jeffries in person. And... <laughs> I'm such a psycho that literally that manifestation happened so hard that I saw him and met him multiple times last year. Three times? Three times. And he was just as cute Front row time. for two of his comedy shows. Ugh. Plus he went to one of the final tapings of the Jim Jeffries show. Yeah, we went, I think, um, actually our, our good friend Anthony, who is, I mean, I don't know if I should, like, are they tied? I feel like he and Mike come kind of sort of a battle for number one number one pod fan 
Um, but we went to, I think, the second to last taping ever of the Jim Jeffries show for the third season. And we got put in what Anthony deemed as the hot girl seats, which is one <laughs> of my new favorite terms. Um, but we had basically, we'd been waiting forever. And they, when we, we went into like the studio and everything, they pulled us out of line and they put us as close as you could possibly be to the stage, um, which I was like, I am Flatter. dead. Yeah. I am dead. <laughs> they were, they saw your number one Jim Jeffries tattooed on your like, forehead. Like, yeah, they were like, this girl is in Biggest love. fan. I love him so much. Also, though, Australian I, scoundrels are my type. <laughs> they truly are, though. Especially if they're bearded. <laughs> it was, we like sat down, though. Anthony was like, take off your jacket. I was like, okay. <laughs> Do you think he'll think I'm pretty? Um, but... Uh, it happened then, and then it happened uh, the almost the exact same sort of situation when we went to see a, a charity comedy show for all the Australian brush fires, which Australia is still reeling from, so please fucking donate, because fires are horrible. Um, but we got put in the front row again, and I was just like, this is my dream. That was at Flappers, right? Yeah, in Burbank. Um, so it was which it, really there isn't a bad seat in Flappers there's not a bad seat but the best seat is right in front of Jim <laughs> <laughs> uh, he even talked to me that time well actually I guess he talked to me did you heckle me. him? I didn't no I, I tried not to heckle him he heckled me rather which is I was like not used to being on the well to be fair I usually heckle first and then get heckled as a result but he heckled me for being so young and I was like, baby, let's not pretend that you don't like this. But it was weird. I was definitely the youngest person in the audience, which I was not <laughs> expecting. Um, but I have to say, so Sarah and I have a matching shirt from uh, a concert that we went to that she very graciously took me to for my birthday. The Growlers. Yeah, it's honestly probably my favorite shirt. It's so clutch. Like, we both saw it at the merch booth and we're like... That's the one. Bright it's yellow, long sleeve, weird growlers design. Gorgeous skull on the front. It's very specific. And I, I think there's been, like a peace sign going on. Yeah. There's yeah. like some very funky writing on the sleeves. Um, we had both worn it and, or I'm sorry, I, I had worn it that day and I wasn't expecting to, the, to go to the show because the first one was sold out and they ended up adding a second one um, that my friend was very gracious and took me to but like i'm pretty sure like we call it the lucky shirt now because he was like i'm pretty sure the bright yellow definitely got his attention in a sea of like people wearing black and gray um and i was like oh maybe like so now i really do feel like it's a lucky shirt (laughs) and i want to say i manifested it all by photoshopping you and jim together for your, your birthday present your little birthday instagram post yes Photoshop you too, and I was like, this is going to happen. Delicious. And it did. I still, I'm kind of like, I don't know if he really wants to be with his girlfriend. Girlfriends are, in the words of, uh, is this your mom? (laughs) Jackie. Jackie Benjamin. Girlfriends are speed bumps, not stop signs. Why is your words not sure if I agree? (laughs) 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 It's just so funny because I feel like she's like the most faithful person Mm -hmm. and maybe the most happily married person I know. Probably. But I've really taken it to heart. So, here we are. Hey, uh, Jessica. Yes, Sarah? That's not a wine fridge you got. That's a mini fridge you put wine in. That's not true. It's specifically for wine. <laughs> hey, Jess, what kind of wine are we drinking? We're drinking Syrah. Okay, Syrah, Syrah. 
we're drinking a Robert Hall, which is actually one of my favorite, um, just like standby wines, if that makes sense. Oh, you're still on your rosé? Mm. To be fair, I've had a little bit more beforehand. I'm trying to take it slow. Um, but I noticed your glass was empty, so... Thank you. You're welcome. Um, yeah, this is... So I feel like I usually grab their cabs. Paso Robles. Um, but it's really just solid. I haven't had a bad year. So we're drinking a 2016 Syrah. Um, it is That's a... That's what they call me. Central Coast. Um, and it's nice. It's, it's full-bodied. It's a little dark. Um... Kind of like cocoa-y. Yeah, it's it's definitely a little richer than their cabs, which is I don't know. Sometimes sometimes Syrahs can be a little a little lighter, but I like this one. Um, Wine facts with Jeff. Hey, <laughs> I really God, maybe I should start some classes. Pick um, up a new skill. I I think yeah, it's, but you it's, know they have to spit out the wine. They don't get to drink the wine. I'm looking to change this. <laughs> um, yeah, today, today, there's been a lot of wine today. I feel like I sort of had like, well, I, I started today off by building a bistro set for my roommate because she bought it and she, like, we brought it upstairs. She was a little hungover this morning and I was looking at the box and I was like, can I just look at this? And she was like, I know that you're just casually asking if you can look at it and then you're going to ask if you can build it because that seems like a Sunday thing you would do. And I was like, that's exactly what I'm looking to do. Dad of the house. Dad of the house. Dad of the house. Um, So I built the bistro set for her and that's very cute. We've got a cute little balcony, but I really do think like if you're building anything, you are entitled to start drinking wine no matter what time it is. (laughs) So if you're making art, same thing. if If you're being productive on a weekend... You are allowed to have wine regardless of the time. Did you hear that, people? You heard it here on Sad Girl Sunday. It's a Sad Girl Sunday rule. Wine is always appropriate. Um, so yeah, today it started out like I actually I had another bottle of this open, so we started with some Syrah. I switched to a rosé. Then I met up with some friends at this Italian restaurant nearby. I had some Sangiovese. And now we're back to Syrah. And we're drinking out of your Christmas present. Oh my your god! Your aerated, aerating glasses. Literally, I don't know what happened this year, but my parents spoiled the shit out of me. Even one of, one of our our friend Laura was like, she was like, "I'm happy for you, but I also hate you because what is happening?" And I was like, "I don't know." <sighs> but they, I felt so bad because I actually I I usually drive home around Christmas, but I opted to fly this year just because I was kind of working right up until. I needed to leave and I told my parents I was like I don't need any more things like don't buy me anything big and they ended up coming down to visit right before Christmas and bringing me all this stuff that was just fucking amazing and totally on brand but yeah they did like the wine fridge and the uh, the Leul like amazing cutlery set and a wine messenger bag and these aerating Italian glasses and anyway I don't I feel very seen they understand who you are as a person. They're like wine. It's safe to say. <laughs> yeah, your parents know you pretty well. <laughs> they get me. Um, so yeah, I'm very thankful. But they've definitely gotten good use. I feel like everything that they've got me has very much been has been work. opened. Yeah. yeah, it's um, 
upped my lifestyle. Hey, Jess, you know where wine is also very appropriate? France. And the airport. Oh, my God. <laughs> Less than two weeks, people. Uh, God bless. Also, I just have to say, Vino Volo in both the LAX and the SAC terminals are my jam. Please check it out. If actually, I think I was there last time. I was flying internationally. I can't. Re- I can't remember if they have one of the Tom Bradley one or not. I'm trying to. They probably do. I usually, honestly, I do so many like short flights that I know they have one in the Southwest terminal. But it's like this this wine bar rather than a shop. Um, they do these seasonal samplers. Well, they'll give you like three glasses of wine or like three tastes of wine rather. Um, for like 20 bucks but if you're again I think we've talked about this before if you're nice to them they'll give you these amazing pours before you get on the plane first episode actually oh first episode it was what we talked about oh my heart um but yeah I mean and like my like people always talk about the time change and how it affects them and like I don't know about you Sarah but I'm super affected by uh like any change in time? Jet lag, that sort of thing? Um, I think because I travel so often and I used to commute east coast to west coast. Mm-hmm. It, and then I would go to Europe all the time with my family to visit our family over there. I was, I've never been like... When I sleep, I sleep. See, I, I feel like I travel pretty frequently and I'm still really affected by it. Um, but my biggest uh, travel tip... <laughs> And it's funny because uh, one of our friends, he actually asked me what I suggest to avoid jet lag. And I was like, well, if you're like going into something, even if you're taking a middle of the day flight where it's going to pop you out in the morning somewhere else, I was like, I'm a big fan of like two to three glasses of wine and a Benadryl. Yeah. And he was like, are you telling me to mix? And I was like, that's exactly what I'm telling you to do. <laughs> I, if I'm not drinking, I can't sleep on a plane. Mm-mm. It's I first of all, it's very hard for me to sleep on a plane in general because I'm a stomach sleeper. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. So sleeping on my back, not my thing. Um, but if I'm drunk, I'll pass out. I will pass out just about anywhere, even if I'm not drunk. Mm-hmm. I'm that girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's very easy for me to fall asleep. Um, it's not easy for me to stay asleep though. Yeah. So if people move around me, I'm not a super deep sleeper. Um, so I, I do wake up on planes frequently if I don't take something, but it is so clutch for me to be able to get like six hours of sleep on a flight or something. And then it passes faster too, but it's like, you definitely get by with a little help from your friends, which is antihistamines <laughs> and alcohol. Uh, red wine, especially. Red wine. It was actually really beautiful the last time I came back from Europe. Actually, I was traveling with a friend and we were in like the middle and the aisle seat and this girl next to us, every time that we would order wine off the menu, she would do the exact same thing. And then we were all on like the same pee schedule and yeah. like the same level of drunk the entire flight. It was amazing. We didn't do wine on the way to Ireland, but we did wine on the way back. Mm. But my mom and I got to the point where the cart kept coming and we'd still have our glass. So we'd like hold it down and take another one. Yep. Yep. And then double dip. Double fist. Yep. Yeah. Also like... They, um, I don't know if you ever do Delta, but like Comfort Plus, they'll bring you a couple glasses, like, yeah. and they, like, those flight attendants don't care at all. They'll be like, you still have a bottle of wine? Here's another tiny bottle of wine. It's fantastic. Uh, skincare's another big oh flight tip. Oh my god. Tip. You recently 
We're traveling to Texas, and then you did, yeah. what did you use, face spray, and you were surprised? Yeah, so I, and I had never used this before, but I was kind of reading some travel beauty blogs because I'm vain as hell. Um, <laughs> we both are. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, my, and my thing is, like, just even in my day-to-day, if I don't moisturize pretty frequently, I get super dry skin, yeah. and we live in the desert, and blah, 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 and I'm used to a little more um, of a damp climate, so... I really struggle on airplanes with my skin just dries out super quick, even if I'm hydrated. So, I mean, my biggest thing when I get on a plane is, like, I drink a ton of water leading up to it. I bring my own water bottle. Yeah. Because they don't come around as frequently as I am a thirsty bitch. Okay? Uh, So, it's always, like, I bring a reusable water bottle that I can fill up after I go through TSA because they make you empty everything. And water at the airport's, like, $6, which is fucking stupid. It's insane. But... Water fountains are free. Water fountains are free, and a lot of a lot of airports have the like the, the nice filter filters. thing yeah. where you can fill up your water bottle. And I found out too, Paris has uh, public water fountains, and oh. some of them have sparkling water. Yeah, and like um, that's actually the same with Rome. Rome has a lot of these really amazing. They're ancient, um, but they're well taps essentially that are just like on the side of random buildings. Yeah. And it's this super minerally, really good water for you that you can just fill up at random spots throughout yeah. the city. So, like, I also think just a reusable water bottle is so clutch for traveling in general. Um, same with, like, the, the only thing that you have to be aware of is, like, if you're going to countries where you need, like, some countries you have you to buy bottled, bottled water. Because yeah. um, our stomachs are weak. <laughs> But most European countries, you're solid drinking the tap water, and it's actually really good. My, um friend's brother they went to peru and he refused to put ice in any of his drinks because he was like worried about how his stomach would handle it i i mean i kind of sympathize with that i was even a little this is totally like a weird overshare but i (laughs) again i'm no shocker here no shocker i'm thirsty all the time so even when i get in the shower i'll literally like open up my mouth and drink water because i'm like oh water fantastic i'm thirsty um but I actually ended up getting a, a little bit of a stomach thing my first night in Costa Rica because their water is not yeah. as filtered as ours, and I am—I have the weakest constitution. You sensitive. I am so sensitive. Um, but even just like that little bit of water gave me like a mad stomach ache. So there are certain areas where it's like I also just don't love ice. It's not my yeah. favorite. Um, but yeah, it's if I'm in South American stuff, I usually will opt to have something without ice in it. Just because my stomach is so fucked anyway. The problem is, you think in the U.S., you and I drink so much sparkling water. Yeah. When I go over to Europe, I'm drinking so much sparkling water. Oh. I'm literally 90% sparkling water. It's my That was my favorite thing when I first visited Europe. I was like, they just offer you sparkling water off the bat. Like, you don't get flat water. You have no. to beg for it. Yeah, which is fine. I don't want it anyway. Yeah. It's disgusting. <laughs> I hate flat water. And then you hear people like, you're drinking too much sparkling water, and you're like, shut the fuck up. literally like, the Europeans have been doing it this way forever, and they're fine, and they're prettier than us, so like, (laughs) calm down. Me and my sparkling water, I'm going to live forever. (laughs) And my skin will be hydrated with the minerals. But I think also, like, I had this funny conversation with one of my coworkers recently where I realized that I just really love the earthy taste. And I think we talked about this, but like my body craves like a minerally dirt taste, like a pregnant lady does. And I, I think it's maybe because I'm anemic, 
But like mineral water is a thousand times more refreshing to yeah. me, and it has sort of like that earthy feel. And then oh, that German water, mm. gar- oh, uh, yeah, in the white, in the, the white, white with like oh. the star and oh, the it's so red. Gross. That is the mineraliest motherfucking water. It's so refreshing. I'm obsessed with it. So when I go to Trader Joe's, I yeah. like buy it, and there's a little deli next to my office that mm. sells it, and mm. I'm buying like three bottles at a time. Ugh. Give me, give me that sparkly and the, water. And the glass bottles themselves are like. Heavy, heavy duty. They're like hefty, minerally. It's everything I want in water. Yeah. Delicious. But like, the bubbles are strong uh, and aggressive. I, I love an aggressive water. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a German motherfucking water. It, it you really know? is. Like it could not be more Germanic. It's like I'm here and I'm bubbly as fuck. <laughs> and I'm steady. <laughs> also, you're welcome. You're hydrated. <laughs> but yeah. I still bubble. <laughs> I also love Badeau. Like... I don't. Oh yeah. Minerally, like mineral water is just. Mwah. Num num num. Um, I don't remember. Oh, travel. <laughs> skincare. Oh, yeah, skincare. Oh yeah. So anyway, going back to this, I because my skin, <laughs> little bit of a tangent. <laughs> my skin gets grossly dehydrated. Um, I was reading all these blogs, and actually, our friends um, Austin and Murr were like, I was talking about buying this facial mist that I had read about. And they were both raving about the Evian yeah. mineral mist. And I was like, oh, you know what? Like, You know what? I used to use that in like middle school because I was like a little prissy bitch. I've never Right in my juicy it. couture and like... <laughs> It'd be matching swords. And my like coach... <laughs> uh, my coach purses because I was, I was such a little bitch. I love coach. I still love coach purses. <laughs> and I was like, mom, I have to have the Evian face spray. Face mist. With my, like, fucking Vera Wang perfume and my Giorgio Armani perfume and my Gwen Stefani lamb perfume. Oh, I, saw... I can't believe that's how I acted in middle school. <laughs> I think the thing that bothers me the most is I am still fully in the prissy bitch mode. It's actually, it's the cutest thing. My brother, every year he buys me this cute bag that's totally, like, my brand. He, like, goes <laughs> he, out of oh, his way. Your brother's so cute on Instagram. He, like, did a little post of that wine he found, that organic... Oh. Oh, the one that benefit. Oh, my heart, my heart, my heart, my my God. So he like, he messaged me and he was like, Jessup. He was like, I bought wine for me to do my taxes, and I was like, number one, proud, just so proud, instantly. And then he adds, and the wine, like all the sales benefit animal shelters that are high kill, and I was like, I can't handle it. <laughs> I've never been so proud. I was like, also, I'm really rubbing off on you, and I'm a little concerned no. because do you really need to be like me? I don't know. <laughs> the little things my brother does too, where I'm like, oh, he's so Aww. sweet. He's Max is the sweetest. Yeah. Going into little men and brothers. Oh, I can't, yeah, just good eggs. I have to say honestly, like my my brother and one of his really good friends came to visit me over the summer, and we had dinner together actually, all yeah. of us at a uh, little next door. Rest in peace, Little Next oh, Door. R.I.P. Rest in peace, Third Street, because oh, we lost dude. Jaffa, Little Next Door. Gusto. Gusto. Which, fuck you, Gusto, but still. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm now like, what's Carmelo. Next? Car- I know. Meh. Lo, Car- as Meh- Jessica calls it. Whatever. Carmela sucked. Um, <laughs> I have very strong opinions lost, about um, gelato. Uh, the other ice cream place. Um, Sweet Rose, which yeah. is a shame because their ice cream was actually good. To be fair, they didn't completely go under. They're still operational in Santa Monica. But am I upset that I can't get the sweet corn ice? Sweet, oh my God, I'm so drunk. 
sweet corn sweet ice corn cream. sweet corn ice cream um yeah it's a shame because also like sweet cream was one of those places that it was close enough to my house that like even if i was in pajamas i felt comfortable enough like pulling on like regular pants and a jacket and like going to get ice cream at 10 you know and like now where am i gonna go Neither we one need to find new restaurants we do need to find new restaurants. So, listeners, if you live in LA and you got recommendations, you know what to do. Also, I mean, I'm just gonna throw this out here. Please don't send us Valley Rex <laughs> or downtown, oh, downtown God. Rex. Although I will say, I recently went to um, fucking what's it called, Sky Space, which was interesting. Is that where the slide is? Yeah, but also the slide is super underwhelming. I was yeah. apparently I was very rude about it because I was like, "This is a bullshit slide." This slide doesn't even like slide. No, it's not even a real slide. Yeah. I like literally when people were like, "There's a slide that goes on the outside of the building," and blah blah. I was imagining like a four-story drop. But it's only like it's a little ramp, right? It's a little ramp that goes from one story to the next. So literally, you're like going down. I would say it's the equivalent of a flight of stairs. Okay. Granted, it's a glass bottom, so you look like you're free falling for, I don't know, 10 fucking seconds. It doesn't matter. And then I recently went to Arts District Brewing. Ooh, how was that? It was really fucking cute, and I really liked the neighborhood it was in. And I was like, damn it, downtown. Damn it, downtown. I don't like you. I know. The thing is, there are some redeeming... I uh, walked by uh, Pally Wines when I was there. Oh, R.I.P. I think, especially the Arts District is... Definitely, even since we moved down here, because we've both been down here, what, four or five years, which is crazy. Um, It's it's definitely transformed from when I first moved to L.A. Mm -hmm. But even, like, I I would say, like, ten years ago, it was really interesting because, like, as you guys know, Sarah and I both work in the film and TV industry. And I was talking to one of our locations guys a couple, or, God, probably over a year ago. Um, and he was talking about how downtown used to be so disgusting and just rampant with like filth and drugs and blah, 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 um, that you couldn't even film down there without employing a hazmat crew to come in and clear the area of like needles and shit like that. That's wild. It's, it's cleaned up, like it's still gross, but it's cleaned up so much compared to what it used to be a decade ago, which I mean, you and I have not experienced, but it's like, it's just insane to see how that sort of shift can take place mm-hmm. agreed um it's weird too it kind of ties into i'm thinking about moving in may mm-hmm. june um and i was talking to someone about moving i was like i'm thinking about this neighborhood and he's like no that neighborhood is too up and coming you have to move to a place that is still slightly dangerous and will be cool in four years and i was like was this Marcus? Yeah. <laughs> LOL. Did you tell? <laughs> no. Well, I, I could tell by the way you were talking. You have a very specific, like, when I tell Marcus stories, this is my Marcus voice, which I probably have too. Well, he has a very specific way he of talks. Talking. Yeah. And I think I just pick that up when I'm talking like Marcus, you know? I also, like, just want to call him and get him on the phone. Okay, so. <laughs> Here's what we're going to do. <laughs> this is how we talk. Uh... And I was like, hmm, okay, I'll think about it. I feel weird about it. That's pretty weird. Yeah. Anyway. Should we get back to yeah. travel? Travel. So when you're flying, skincare is super important, as we said. Um, 
air quality on the plane is poor. Garbage. It's either really dry or really hot, um, which does funky stuff to your skin. My parents actually, again, they're really killing it with Christmas this year. Um, in my stocking, they got me, and I'm very excited to use it. It's like a skincare or self-care kit for yeah. on the plane. And it has like an eye mask and earplugs and a headrest cover, which, I mean, coronavirus, hello. Um, Jesus. <laughs> one of my, one of my uh, coworkers was like, are you kind of nervous to be flying with this going around? And I was like, I'm ready for it to be done. So it's fine. I've lived a good life. Um, <laughs> Damn, I did not expect you to get that dark. Sorry. <laughs> my bad. Um, but it also has... Are you going to wear a mask on your flight? Like a face mask? Yeah. Yeah, well, it comes with one. So oh, I like a like a skin face yeah. mask? Or like a... Oh, oh, you mean like an air quality mask? I mean, mm, I don't know. It's really weird because when I, I flew to Austin recently, and I would say like 60% of our plane had them on. It was very Same it was for when very I was coming back from looking. Chicago. And I mean, I'm kind of like, it, it makes sense to me because you're in the air for however many hours... You're sharing this recycled oxygen with other people that may or may not be sick. It's not a But I think if you're going to catch a cold, you're, it's easier to do that in the airport itself than on the plane. No, you're probably right. And I, I also think, too, it's like I'm really diligent about washing my hands. I just yeah, need to They make, said that's actually more important, too. Than breathing. Than breathing. Yeah. Um, the only reason I might wear a mask on the plane is because when I fell asleep recently, my mouth has been hanging open. Heyo. <laughs> and that is not attractive at all. <laughs> I do the exact same thing. Um, I literally, this is disgusting, but woke up in a pool of my own drool the other day. Classy. Classy. Um, so my nightmare would be to have that happen on a plane. I know my mom does it too, and I'll, I'm able like adjust her jaw for her. <laughs> if we're flying together, I'll like That's lift adorable. it up, and then it will drop back down and lift it back up. See, I very, but that's like I'm so afraid of someone walking by and I'm like. <sighs> See, my fear is like open. falling asleep on a stranger because I'm kind of cuddly, <laughs> and I don't think any stranger wants me falling asleep on them. But, I mean, <laughs> I think at the beginning of the season of my show, I, we were doing a lot of flying around because we hadn't had a field coordinator yet, so I was out there. Um, and there was one flight, it was New York to St. Louis, and I was sitting next to our camera up, and I'm pretty sure I fell asleep. That's adorable. That <laughs> just is let adorable. Me. Like, it's one of the few times I've fallen asleep on a plane, but I was like, I was working, 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 and then I closed my laptop, and I just passed out on the Well, it's like, sometimes you're so exhausted, too, by the end of something. Yeah. That is, I will say, that is the one thing that I like about traveling with a buddy, is like, you can lean on them. I don't feel bad about falling asleep on you. Um, although I feel like I have had, there's been a couple times when like, I typically don't love talking to people on a plane, mm-hmm. but I've had a couple instances where like, I've met some really nice people on a plane. Uh, but that's why I always opt for the window seat. Do you follow that Instagram? There's like an Instagram account that's like, Things not to do on planes or like no, bad flight etiquette. But should I? Because <laughs> um, <laughs> my favorite thing to do on a plane is wear like those eye masks mm-hmm. and I put them underneath my bags. And yeah, like the little, like yeah. the gel. Packs. I don't do a full face mask, but I'll like moisturize and then yeah. I'll put the. I actually, mine are in gel, they're chlorine, mm-hmm. they're the French brand. 
It's like cornstarch and like okay to keep your eyes. My eyes are always baggy. I don't know what to it's, do about it. Oh, you should use them. They're amazing. Feel so, very fresh. I think honestly, like on this flight that I'm about to take, I probably will do a full blown face mask. Partially because the thing you're meeting on the other side. Oh my god. <laughs> um, well, also like, well, it's so funny because I I actually texted my mom not that long ago and was like, I'm really excited to use this the the pack that you got me, and she was like, Oh, are you using it on your way to Texas? And I was like, No, I'm gonna save it for my trip to London because I care more about looking good for Rob than I do about looking good <laughs> for my coworkers. Biceps, people. Uh, Biceps. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Um delicious i'm um, very excited have you booked your blowout appointment no so i'm i'm trying to figure out because it's in a different terminal than i am oh it's here it's passenger shaming passenger shaming. and it's oh my like God. this is fantastic. it's an instagram account of like weird shit that's gone down on flight i actually kind of okay i'm gonna look this. this person is literally trying underwear what are you doing oh my least favorite thing people do on planes is when they take their shoes off oh so gross and then they put their feet on the like person's armrest gross 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 like if you're gonna take your shoes off at least keep it underneath your seat i will legitimately elbow your feet off my fucking armrest oh people do it at movie theaters too they'll take their shoes off and they'll put their bare feet on the seat or on the armrest of the seat and i'll just like look over and i'll see people's freaky ass feet in my aisle and i'll be like nope i also am the kind of person where like I try and be very nice to everybody, but the second that you invade my personal space, I will like physically assault you. Here it is. Here it is. Ew, on top ew, of the Fucking feet ew. on the window. Also, why are their toenails so long? I don't know. Doesn't that like hurt? Doesn't that like cut blah, your feet? Blah. No, thank you. Oh, there's just so yeah. much feet. I mean, like, listen, I'm I'm not not guilty of taking my shoes off on a plane. But I always don't keep put them, it on the window. I always keep them under the seat, though. Good God, <laughs> <laughs> that girl's face. This is amazing. Um, this is a foot on like the window, but it's in the aisle in front of the row in front, and the girl next to the foot is like, "What the fuck?" I'm also like on these longer flights. Oh no, this it? girl is using no, her feet no, 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 to select no. a movie. That's gross. People That's are nasty. I'm literally like, this is why we're all dying of a fucking virus, people. Also, if you're going to the airport, wear fucking socks. You gotta go through security. Shit's nasty. I am. I feel like I embarrass my family because you know I insist on wearing slides all the time, but I will wear like my dorky socks with your slides. With my slides, I have no problem with like Birkenstocks and socks. Mm-hmm. I'm totally into that. I'm like, listen, I'm it's not gonna, gonna put shit. Yeah, I'm not gonna put my bare feet on the airport floor, but also I want the option to take my socks off and just wear my birds. Exactly. When I get on the plane, you know. Also, I'm like, do I get cute flip flops for the plane? No, you know what you should wear the tight socks that I gave you. Well, no, I'll definitely wear those through security. But the thing is, you know, I don't like wearing socks all the time. Uh, Jessica hates when her like socks get wet uh, on like, uh, Disneyland uh, rides. Uh, I well, the thing is, I kind of for the most part hate wearing socks in general, and I'm very specific even about like the texture of socks that I wear. So like, thank you for choosing a nice quality sock for the tie dye socks at Christmas. Oh, I did my fucking research on the we, best cotton socks. Also, like we haven't talked about this because we haven't done a podcast in forever, but Sarah made the most 
bomb ass tie dye stuff for Christmas presents, and I'm obsessed with it, and I wear them all the time. Me, with no fucking time on my hands, decided instead of buying people gifts, it would be more fun and more efficient for me to tie dye a bunch of shit. <laughs> Long story short, I now am the <sighs> proud owner of a full body tie-dye pink sweatsuit and matching socks. Yeah, you are. And I have gotten so many compliments. Good. I also, like, I will Blood, sweat, and tears. I will... And very, very dyed hands. My hands were not a normal color for days. I have to tell you, though, like, I even wear... I mean, I love pink, right? I wear my tie-dye, just the sweatshirt, also strong lover of a crew neck sweatshirt. I'm wearing one right now. I will wear just the the sweatshirt and like my pink sneakers and people are like this looks like Barbie went to the gym and I'm like you're welcome you're welcome also thank you Sarah for making me look fabulous you're welcome also Urban Outfitters uh Madewell Target actually has one too Target other brands are selling these sweatsuits and they're fucking expensive as shit but and Sarah's are better. If you want me to make you one, I'll do it for literally half or even like a third of the cost. So let me know. I have nothing to contribute to this except the fact that you look fucking good. You can be my model. <gasps> Thank you. But. um, They're bomb though. Like, I love tie-dye. And all of the socks turned out really good. Even like our friend's dad is obsessed with the socks. <laughs> and it's like He wears them up. to the gym multiple times. Yeah, they're uh, gorgeous. I am thrilled. But yeah, I'll probably wear my tie-dye socks on the airplane. I'll wear my tie-dye socks on the airplane. I also, like, am trying to perfect the perfect cute airplane outfit for when I get off. Are you gonna? Are you going for classy? Are you going for comfy? I don't know yet. Are you going to change completely, like, be comfy on the plane, and then... I might. I can see you pulling, like, a bitch I'm in London look. Right? Also, I, I'm actually wearing them right now. I might get your opinion on them, but I got some of those butt scrunch leggings. What do they do? They like they like lift your cheeks up a little bit and they have rouging up like your butt crack <laughs> to make your butt look lifted. And I've been told There is a clear good. point in this podcast when the wine has hit us. Well look at it. Tell me if my butt cheeks look good. Oh, cute. Do you like it? Yeah, can you send me the link? Yes, I will. <laughs> Were you and like Brandy talking about this on her birthday? Mm-hmm. Okay. Will you take a boomerang of me doing the, yeah. the butt? Do you want it on my phone or your phone? Uh, whatever you prefer. Well, just send it to me. Okay. Alright, we're doing it right now. I have to send it to Tracy. Ready? One, two, three. Do you want your head in it? Oh, should I do my head in it? Okay, ready? Ready? One, two, three. Is it good? Oh, yes. Yes. Please send it to me. Oh, we have to cut this part out of the pod. <laughs> Mike, cut this Mike, part cut it out. <laughs> Please. <sighs> we also have to decide what we're doing for dinner. Oh, Slide into our DMs. Let us know what we're <laughs> having for dinner. I'm very hungry. <laughs> uh, I'm going to keep drinking wine. <laughs> um, yeah, I have to send this. So. Anyway. Okay. So. But. Okay. We're talking about skincare. Please hydrate your skin on the plane is what we're getting at. Like you will thank yourself. Seriously, it's like also I don't know about you, but like anytime I fly on really long flights with recycled air, I always end up getting like this hideous travels it that I have to live with for like three days after I land. I'm trying to avoid that this time. But yeah, I would say the like it's worth investing in a couple beauty products before you fly. 
whether and I think it's a combination of a couple things like the under eye strips that Sarah's talking about. I mean, come on. Oh my god, my ass looks good. <laughs> Woo! That looks so good. Damn. I, mean, I already you. know you have like a butt, but like that's a booty. <laughs> This is a gift. I like one of both. <laughs> you can, please, please do. Feel free. You took it. It's all yours. Everyone's gonna be like, "What is going on?" <laughs> please tag me. I'll oh, yeah. I'll repost you. <laughs> do you want a song? Do I need a song? I'm gonna a song. Oh, a song. I was like, "Can you see my panties?" Um. Booty, booty, booty. Oh <laughs> yeah. Is that too promiscuous? No, please I can do. do. Promiscuous too. Ooh, yeah, it is. But it's like Ms. Ms. Bubba Sparks. Bubba Sparks. That's right. He he appreciates a girl with butt. I'm definitely wearing these to lunch. <laughs> 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 Oh my god. I'm gonna get yeah. <laughs> I imagine perfectly. Oh, perfection! Oh. Did you tag me? Oh, yeah. Oh, good. I haven't laughed that hard in forever. <laughs> It's still uploading. Oh my god. I will literally, I will send you the, these were only like 20 bucks. That's amazing. Thank you. And feel the, feel them. They're weird. The texture's I really like weird. Them. I, I like them. I don't know how I feel about no, that. No, I actually like touching them do, a lot. Um, but they don't take, feel like When you take off side. your legs, are your legs fine or no, do you my get a weird pattern? I've okay. been wearing these all day. May like my <sighs> hairy. <laughs> so travel outfits. Very so important. Okay, so I've been... I found you, Miss New Booty. Uh, I okay, so I the travel outfit that I'm thinking of, yeah, and I might wear the leggings on the plane. Well, feel okay. First of all, feel these pants. These are work pants. These are like professional work oh, pants. Oh, these are but they're, they're comfy. They've got a little shit. stretch though. Yeah, that's nice. You could wear something like that. I might wear this with like a turtleneck. Very Paris. So, okay, um, I think we mentioned it earlier, but Sarah's going to Paris. Jess is going to London. And we both leave in a little... I leave in less, less than, than two weeks, weeks and, and Jessica leaves in about... Almost two... Actually, exactly two weeks. Um, I think the biggest thing about Paris is, like, it's it's a huge, busy airport. Yeah. And I think... Well, so is Heathrow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but... As soon as, I think as soon as you land in Paris, like, get through customs, get on the train. Like, you took the train? Yeah. That's my you plan, too. Take the train into the city. Um, but I think, like, my favorite thing about Paris is, like, the women, the women are so fucking gorgeous, it's dumb. Mm-hmm. But they're all always rocking, like, these really simple outfits. Yeah. And then, like, highlighting with, like, a pop of color in their makeup and mascara. Mm-hmm. Like it's not overly done. That's my favorite way to do something. Seriously. And like, it was really funny. Last time we were coming back from Paris, I I told uh, the person I was traveling with, I was like, my favorite thing about going to Paris was that I didn't see a single pair of Balenciaga sneakers because <laughs> they're so fucking ugly. I know you might have the exact opposite in London because it's more. It's you got a lot of eclectic styles 
in London. It's a lot of street style. It's posh. Yeah. It's very eclectic, loud. There's, I feel like it's a lot of personality. Yeah. Which is not... It's more similar to like how New York is. Right. Which I think is not my personal style. Like yeah. I'm very much like... When I went to Paris the couple times that I did, I felt very at home because I was like, oh, let me put on my camel coat with my, again, black turtleneck. Like, Paris is more like Boston. Yeah. It's San Francisco, clean. Chicago, where it's, there's like a very specific look. Yeah. Um, whereas London is, it's more of like a hub of culture, tastes. Which I will not British people... I used to think we're very fancy, and some of them are, like Matthew. Oh. And then there's the kind of people, I think there's a lot more people like the kind of people you find on Love Island, which <laughs> is pure and total trash, but I love them anyways. <laughs> well, and I think, like, I, and I really, I say this so lovingly, your style is kind of an in-between, where I feel like you have, I think, an affinity for, like, cool, loud prints that you pair with basic items. But I think that will still work for you in France. Yeah. Well, um, I, like, I do have a lot of, like, simple clothing, too. Yeah, well, you totally do. But I, I think also I've got, you, like, one little pop. But you, you get away with, like, instri- like interesting textures, interesting trends. Like, you... I even, even sometimes, like, the dresses that you wear, like... I feel like I lean more towards, like, a vintage side of things. And you lean more towards, like, I'm in a power suit, but it's a dress. Yeah. And it's fucking Barbie pink. And I'm that, here. That is an outlier. That I, dress. I don't know. You also have a fringe leather dress. I, so I have a leather dress and then I have a fringe dress. I, last year I was definitely taking bigger risks. But I with think how you I look dress. good in it. And like, like leopard, like a green leopard shirt. Like nobody oh, yeah. wears that, but it looks fucking good on you. You know, but I, I think. The other day. It's, a, it's such a good shirt. But it's like you pair it with more understated accessories, mm-hmm. and it works. And I think that will or work Or at least well I'm like classic with my gold hoops, my gold chains, mm-hmm. the way I do my makeup. Yeah. I don't like a lot of bright, bold colors. See, I'm very subdued. And I feel like... Glitter, which I'm wearing yeah. now, is very rare for me. It, and I think it looks But I was though. having fun. I bought some... I bought like a green eyeliner, a hot pink eyeliner, and then like a sparkly peach Ooh. just to like play with. I th- it's funny because as soon as I saw Sarah today, I was like, your eyelids are sparkly. I like it. Um, because I feel like I'm almost the exact opposite. I don't like, like sparkles. I love sparkles. I know. Like, our nails are so different for both of us. Yours are, are red. Mine are, like, a teal green. But they we both have the stiletto thing going on. So yeah, I was like, fun. Peter, make them pointy. Yes. Short and sharp is my, my yeah. favorite. Yours are always a little longer than mine. But, but to be fair, my nail beds naturally are shorter yeah. than yours. Um, but like I, I think like I kind of lean more towards, I I have almost always gone for a more basic wardrobe and I occasionally have like a very funky print that I will like, if I get attached to it, I'll buy. Um, but like my comfort zone is definitely like more neutrals and that sort of thing. But my comfort zone is also like a blazer and jeans. Exactly. Which is like, it will be fine in Paris. Oh, it's be perfect. Yeah. We both love our fucking peacoats and our blazers and our jackets, sweaters. It's so funny, too, because uh, we... I have so many suits and blazers. You, and you definitely have more than I do. I have, like, a couple blazers. But I, that was, like, my personality in high school. 
I was the girl walking around in heels and a blazer. Um, where were we going with this? Oh, you know what's hilarious? What is I was like, so when I when I can get away with it, I love to just travel with like my backpack and a carry on. Oh yeah, because the baggage claims pain in the ass. Especially like an international. Yeah, it's it's more costly. Blah blah blah. Um, and I was like, I'm gonna just travel in a carry on to London. And then the person you're meeting was like, uh uh-uh, uh, we're going to fancy dinners. And you're like, I have to bring two suitcases, a carry on. Yeah. One just for shoes. Yes. And maybe a personal stylist because they want to look good. <laughs> um, but yeah. Do they have a dry bar in London? Do they have a dry bar in London? They might. They, I mean, I know they have blow dry bars, but I yeah. love dry bar. Um, which I'm, I was kind I'll of. I'll go bummed. to a chignon bar. Yes. Get a little. We, I felt bad because, like, we, Sarah and I get our hair done at Dry Bar constantly. And it, for us, it's, like, always been a very good, like, you know exactly what you're going to get. You know you like their yeah. products. You always look good when you leave. And one of our friends, Cassandra, recently went to New York. And we were, like, she was, like, oh, where should, where should I get my hair done? We were both, like, mm, Dry Bar. Duh. And she didn't have as great of an experience, which is such a bummer. Um... But, like, even I have, like, their products in my hair right now. Oh, I know. I have the straightening brush, and it's my Mm -hmm. favorite thing. I have to actually... Well, that's that's another thing that I'm re-upping on before I leave. It's, like, I need more travel-sized dry bar stuff because, like... Haha, I have the dry shampoo. I have the texture spray, and I have the prep spray. The the heat spray? In travel size. Oh, see, so I have the shampoo and the uh, heat spray in full size. Mm-hmm. I only have the detangler and the finishing spray in travel size, and they're almost out. Um, so I'm going to... This is going off on a tangent now. Nobody cares. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, Mike. Uh, anyway, Sarah, what's your go-to travel outfit? Okay. I used to be like, I'm traveling. So when I go like home to say Mama Webs, mm-hmm. her whole big deal is... She wants to make sure that I'm taking care of myself. Hi, Mama Webs. <laughs> so I always have to look my best when I'm flying home. Oh. But when I'm traveling, as soon as I started traveling for work, like nonstop, I was like, just get me in something comfy, mm-hmm. throw my hair up in a bun, put me in a sweater, a sweatshirt, get me on the fucking plane. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Um, but I think for solo trips, I'll be, I want to look comfy, but I want to look cool. Yeah. Yeah, so something in between. Simple colors, black. I think also... Sweatshirt. This is only because I'm disgusting. Um, I constantly spill on myself because I'm not a functioning human being. I got clumsy hands. Black is my friend. Yeah. I'm like, black pants, black shirt, or sweater is fantastic. My, honestly, like, literally my favorite accessory that I own is my camel coat. So I feel like you legitimately cannot go wrong with that. It's Your Anastasia super... coat, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, I mean, it's like it's it's always gonna be in style. I insist, unless I'm on like so. Going home is a super short flight for me, like it is for you. Mm-hmm. But my favorite travel accessory, oh, it's one of two things. So if I'm traveling internationally, even if I'm going something warm or somewhere warm, um, even if I'm going somewhere warm, I always bring a coat on the plane because I 
as soon as anything drops below like 65 degrees, I think I'm freezing to death. You know what? I've been running cold recently too. And it's been driving me like up the wall. I'm literally cold all the time. I have, I wore it last night. It's that gray, it's like a sweater coat Mm -hmm. blazer with a cheetah print. Yeah, it's gorgeous. I love that one. That's what I've been taking, what I take to Chicago. It looks really cozy. New York. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, I kind of want to invest in, I don't know exactly. I think they're called like the Teddy Coats. Oh, I have one. I have a green one. Uh, it's like $35 off of Amazon. Really? I'll send you the link. Okay. And literally four girls in my office have it. It looks so comfortable. Yeah. But I, I like, my biggest thing is I always bring some sort of, do you want more wine? Sure. Um, I always do bring. Do you need s- to ask? I always bring some sort of um, coat on the plane because like. Like this, right? Well, I kind of want a long one though. But it, that, or maybe, yeah, it's like that, that one. one. That's not bad, like 40 bucks. That one's only $70. Do you like I it? I think this is what I have. I have it in dark green. Mm. Um, and so does one girl in my office. I like it. I love, also I love a camel coat. Well, there's two different styles. This is the one I have. Okay, that's cute. But then they have this one that has. Oh, it's more it's like, like a, a pea coat. coat cut. I kind of like this. Video. That one. That yeah. one. Yeah, the camel. Um, But like, I'm all... <laughs> Booty 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 rocking, rocking everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> That's the name of the episode. Right? Booty booty booty. <laughs> I found you, Miss New Booty. So the I'll I'll send you the leggings link and you'll Thank send you. me the fleece link. Um but so important when you're packing for travel. Um comfy clothes, comfy shoes. Mm-hmm. Nice formal wear if you want to go out. I think no matter where you go, you should bring at least one outfit where you would feel comfortable going to a nice dinner. Yeah. Because, like, I've kind of had it even, like... You never know what's going to happen. Who you're going to meet. You never know who you're going to meet. And I think that, like, one of the best parts of travel is food, obviously. Yeah. And if somebody We're invites big foodies, you to an... Yes, we are. If somebody invites you to a nice dinner... You don't want to, like, be in a position where you're like, I don't have anything to wear. Mm-hmm. So I think even if you're going on, like, a casual backpacking trip, bring, like, one nice dress or, if you're a guy, one pair of pants and one nice shirt. One pair of slacks. Yes. Not one pair of pants. Sorry. One pair of slacks. One nice pair of slacks. Boy, you should also have fucking sneakers and fucking a nice pair of shoes. Do not show up to a date in flip-flops, please. Unless or you don't do the opposite. And it's too hot out. And uh, you're wearing shorts, but the only pair of shoes you got on you is a nice pair of boots. Looking at you, Mike. We love you so much, though. Pack proper footwear. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think I think honestly, the biggest thing to take away from like traveling, especially if you're going for more than a week, is like anything can pop up. Be comfortable. Be yourself. I don't know about you, Jess. I'm an overpacker. Oh, I am. I need my options. For me, it kind of depends on where I'm going. So, like, the last international trip I took was Costa Rica, and I knew for the most part I was going to be hiking and just beaching. Mm-hmm. Um, so I packed extremely casually. I had one nice outfit. But if I'm going anywhere cold, I'm 100% an overpacker. I'm literally – I, like, just got a parka. <laughs> I – for one of my last work trips, it was Chicago – and then Miami. And I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me because it's January. What am I doing? Yeah. What am I, was I like, wearing? <sighs> I was like, and I also... Heavy breathing. I don't have summer clothes. 
I just bought my winter clothes and I struggled in Miami, but You're I like, made it through. I had a heat stroke. It's fine. I was wearing jeans and like a t-shirt and I was like, I'll live. Well, and I think like the, the interesting thing too is, um, it's so funny. When we went to Dallas, it was 70 degrees the first, not Dallas. I went to Austin. I don't know what I'm saying. Jesus. The first day we got there, it was 70 degrees. The next day it was snowing. So I always have a hard time during the winter traveling because I'm like, what do I actually pack? Yeah. And like our camera girl, who I adore, packed in a carry-on for a week. Well, I pack in a carry-on for a week. And so I do. Oh. But I can't do, I can do it for, well, or. But I pack that thing. Like it is fucking tight. If I'm going. And my favorite thing to do is to show up to the airport for a gear check-in. I'm also traveling with like 50 yeah. plus pieces of gear. Luggage, yeah. And all the guys roll up with their big ass car- uh, checking suitcases. Gap- suitcases. And I show up as a girl. With your teeny tiny suitcase. With my suitcase. teeny tiny, teeny tiny carry on that I check so I can bring on some of our equipment. So, Jess, when you travel, mm-hmm. um, how do you go about making new friends? Have you? Ooh, in the past? I, I have, yeah. And I think that it kind of, um, it kind of depends on what situation situation you're in. Um, Traveling alone. Solo travel. Uh, I think especially like as a person that's a little bit older, like if you're old enough to go out to bars and things, like that's a super easy way to meet people. Check, 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 check. Um, that's probably the easiest way to meet people, mm-hmm. right? Um, especially where you're going, like, there's lots of areas where people are just, like, drinking on patios, and, like, you're going in March when it's finally starting to get nice outside, and people are sitting outside, blah, blah, blah. Um, and the flowers are blooming. <laughs> Romance is in the air. Oh, my gosh. Everyone keeps saying, oh, you're going to come back in love. And I'm like, no, Ooh. I'm literally in Paris for 10 days. So here's, I have a qualm. Yes. My roommate went to Paris last year. Uh, or maybe it was the year before, technically. She went a couple months before I went, and she, in the Jewish quarter, met this guy that apparently looked just like Kit Harrington. And she didn't bring him back for and you? And she did not bring him back. Um, but I think that, like, if you're, um, you know, you're, you're out and you're by yourself, more than likely if people are out with friends, they will invite you to just hang out with them. Because people are weirdly more social in Europe than they are here. We're like... There's like something strange about American culture where we're not that inviting. Well, I think I th- we're more prude. I think it also kind of depends because like for instance, like when we were out for your birthday, yeah. There was a guy that was by himself that was very desperately trying to get in with our group. Oh, yeah, but that's different. But that's different because it was like it was a group of women and you were like, "Are you just here to hit on us?" Yeah. I feel like unfortunately, it's kind of a double standard where it's like when people see a woman by herself, they're like, "Oh, she's by herself. We should invite her to join us," which has been my experience when I've been traveling. Um, I also but I think it's different too if like a group approaches an individual versus an individual approaching a group. Right, right. I think it's like, oh, we're all together. This person by themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, let's invite them to have a drink with us. And I think that will happen to you if you let it happen to you. But also, a way that I've met people when I've been traveling is I do Airbnb a lot. Yeah. Um, and if I'm traveling by myself, just 
and this is kind of for me for safety's sake, like if I can find something where I can stay with a family, like in a guest house or something yeah. like that, I usually opt to just because it's kind of like a nice home base. And I've actually made a lot of friends that way where I've I've been international and I've stayed with a family and just like they've taken a liking to me. Yeah. And like last time, for instance, like when I went to Costa Rica, I was traveling with my brother and his girlfriend, but they showed up a little bit later than I did. So I spent a bit of time by myself and I actually ended up making really good friends with the, the children of the family that I was staying with. And they like took me around to restaurants and museums and like I actually just became friends with them. Like I still follow them and that sort of thing. And they're amazing. Um, I'm excited. I feel like I'm staying in a very like hip young hotel. Yeah. I, that has a lot of activities and around stuff it. going on. Well, in the hotel itself. Oh, that's cool. They do like tarot card readings and like. DJs and wine nights and you're, abs- you're absolutely. Nice I think I'm in then. like, I picked an area too where I know there's like dance clubs and bars and mm-hmm. where the young people tend to gravitate. At least the people I kind of want to surround myself with. Well, I think it's kind of your scene, right? It's yeah. like it's the dancing, it's the DJs, and it's a little like not. It's kind of where the culture right now, boom is now happening. Yeah, I don't even want to say counterculture, but I want to say like it's a little. It's edgier. Yeah. And I think that's very on brand. Yeah. Which will be cool. Um, and I think it will be hard for you to not meet people, which will be great. I, on the other hand, don't want to meet anybody. Your time is all spent towards one person. Yes. And the coffee festival. And his name is Rob. Rob, Rob, Rob. <laughs> Mwah. Uh, um, but yeah, I think... I also feel like it's... Like, when you're, like, traveling somewhere, too, it's a good way to meet people. Like, last, when my mom and I were in Ireland, Mm -hmm. we met a very nice woman and her son on the train from uh, Dublin to Belfast, and she gave us tips about cool places in the city to check out. Yeah. Um, When we went back to Dublin, she was like, no, you don't go to these tourist spots, go here instead. Go visit this library, the garden's beautiful, there's a rooftop that's lovely, this is my favorite place to be. You can have a glass of wine here. Oh, God Free bless museum. anybody that tells me where to have a good glass of wine. <laughs> well, I think I think that's so true, though. It's like you can you can read. And honestly, this is very against my nature because I feel like I try and plan mm-hmm. everything to a T. But when I travel, I try not to read too many travel guides for the area because I feel like the best, most enriching experiences that I've had have been from locals telling me to go to a certain restaurant yeah. or a certain museum that you don't get on like the top 10 places to go yeah. in front. Blah, blah, blah. And I've already been to Paris, so I've done the Eiffel, top of the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. I've done uh, the Louvre. Like, the Louvre. I've seen the Mona Lisa. Um, uh, Musée d'Orsay. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you've, you've done the touristy shit and now it's time to like delve into. My favorite, like, when I've gone abroad, my favorite thing to do is just to, like, wander. Mm-hmm. I guess the French term is joie de vivre, mm-hmm. which is just kind of live and meander and well, I think, like, find the joy. It's it's really incredible, too, because with where you're going, you have sort of this incredible mix of old and new. Yeah. And which like, is, I love. Yeah. Which is why I love living in Boston. Which we don't, we honestly don't get that much in LA. Like no, I think we, still we kind very of start. It's very new. We we kind of have the golden age of Hollywood is like. But the history LA. disappears. It does. Well, and it, it's. 
I feel like that's actually a huge problem in America where we like we're a very young country but even our oldest structures and buildings we have to fight tooth and nail to maintain instead of any sort of like historical societies really protecting them mm-hmm. so it always feels like a new because the old doesn't feel old right it's very weird but I love I love Paris even like San Francisco and stuff right. it still feels it's fairly new yeah compared to a lot of places in the world um and London. London. Oh, I wish I had more time when I was in London. I was only there for, I think we did three days. Yeah, I, I and did about the it same. it was like, when I travel with my family, my dad loves to crunch everything in. It's like, we always have to be doing something. We can't just like exist and live yeah. in the place, which is <laughs> my favorite thing to do is just to like not have a destination. And it drives my mom fucking insane because I'm like, I just want to walk and I want to explore. Yeah. And she's like, Sarah, we need to know where the fuck we're going. And I'm like, okay, fine. We'll have a destination. <laughs> but I'm meandering as we get there, appreciating what I'm seeing. I think I'm also excited about that for London because when I did go, it was like, um, same thing. I, I went with a group of people and it was very much like, we're only here for a couple days, so we're going to hit these markets, and we're going to see these landmarks, yep. and we're going to do this, and blah, 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 blah. And, like, there's a lot of shit that I still want to see. Like, I didn't get to see the War Museum when I went to London, and I'm pissed about it. The two um, things I got to do, I got to do the rock and roll walking tour. Hmm. Um, so I got to see where, like, That's it was basically, like, a tour of a bunch of plaques. <laughs> You're like, okay. But still, it was like, this is the door where Sid Barrett lived when he was in London. Yeah. David Bowie and Bob Dylan met up in Here. this uh, shop, and I was like, "Cool, that's cool. That's I, the shit I want to see. It's not the actually the Frank Churchill Museum was really cool. Yeah, really fucking cool. One of the best tours we've been on. I will say one of my favorite thing that I visited the first time I was there was Saint Paul's Cathedral." And I think that it was just, like, very illuminating for me because it's, like... Um, you know what's... Oh, you continue, and then I'll tell you what the most underwhelming thing about London is. Great. <laughs> I was... For me, it was it was really profound because it's obviously, like, this gorgeous building, and you look at everything around it, and most of it was destroyed by the Blitz. But somehow, this gorgeous, gorgeous structure continued to exist throughout that and was damaged but not demolished by something that swept most of the surrounding areas off the map which is weird to me because I'm not a hyper religious person but it is interesting that like a religious beacon sort of survived this very mm-hmm. detrimental time of history no and like it's so funny I think someone on Facebook once you know how it's like list your religious views yeah they're like are nice sometimes, like Notre Dame, <laughs> and it's like right? churches are fucking gorgeous. Oh, it's, it's no matter what you believe, like a mosque, a temple, it's gorgeous. A church, when they're built right, they're stunning. I have to say, I am so beyond thankful because, like, I saw Notre Dame when I first went to Paris, Me too. and then um, when I went last year which was, I think, two months before the fire, I visited it again. And it's like, 
I, I mean, it's it's an out of this world experience, especially when you like light the prayer candle and things like that. Yeah. But it's this amazing Gothic architecture, and to think that it like, I also feel like I, I looked at it a little bit differently because um, a couple months before I went there, my hometown was completely consumed by fire. Uh, yeah. And and then like it was it was definitely it definitely had an effect on me when I saw that it burned because it was like wow it's this beautiful structure that has survived so much and turmoil and chaos around it and it still stands and then all of a sudden it's taken out by an electrical fire insane yeah granted like there's reparations and there's things underway to repair it but I feel thankful that I saw but it still in its original form yeah multiple times um, have I told you my creepy story about visiting the Berlin Cathedral? No, but I love creepy stories. So I may please. have told you this one, but I'll remind you. Did um, you? So when I was like seven, we went, just finished the second grade. We went to, it was either seven or eight, just, we went to Berlin for the first time as a full family. Mm-hmm. Um, and my dad loves to do touristy things. We have to have a plan, something to do every day. Must have a schedule. Um, so we, one day we go to the Berlin Cathedral. Mm. Beautiful, stunning. It's on postcards. You'll recognize it. The blue domes. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're touring the cathedral. This one? That's oh, gorgeous. We're touring the cathedral on the inside, and I see this statue. It looks like a witch holding a book. Oh, wait, And the book is closed. This. Yeah. And I was like, oh, cool. I was like, I saw the statue, and then the next time we walked by it, the book was open. Yep, yep. You and I was like, oh, nope. so good. No, no, no. I was like, the book, I swear, was closed. I swear it was closed. Susan. Oh, my gosh. Babe, holy shit. What are you wearing? Where have you been? <laughs> Hello. I need details. Britney, bitch. She went to the Britney Can Spears I do a experience. Boomerang? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I did one of Jess. So also, are like... you also drunk? Oh, fuck. It's just me. You ready? Uh. One, two, three. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. Sexy. Woo. This dress, man. It's so good. Is this the one you bought in Europe? No. Yes? Yes. Sarah, yep, the Zara dress. so much. Do you want to know why? So many reasons. Because I remember everything. remembers that. <laughs> Literally. I remember Here's the it. thing about my memory. Yes. It's so fucking good I have to pretend it's bad sometimes. You were like, you know the story behind this, and I was like, I do. I remember. It wasn't in Spain, but it, it, it wasn't in Barcelona, but it was in Sevilla, right? Yes! <laughs> Susan's losing her fucking mind. Like, Sarah Lambert was like, oh my god, and I was like, Sarah, you know the story of this dress, and she's like, I don't remember. It's such a good oh. dress, though. You look like a disco, disco ball. Disco queen. You look like, like Abba's dream. It's so great because I have. Do you want some wine? I had Jess shaking her booty, and now I have oh. you. Yeah. Twirling. Uh-huh. Yeah, I should have a song, but I didn't. You know what's amazing? I literally got hit on by a dog. I'm not kidding. Like I walked past it, but it's like it was like it just wanted to be with you because of the dress. It was like I mean, it like the owners were like, no wait, and the dog was like. <laughs> <laughs> the dog was like, I'm gonna have your children. I still think that we're getting a dog, right? We don't need a cat. We need a dog. I'm like, I'll get you with a dog. I'll get you a dog that's the size of a cat. How about that? That's a compromise, right? A dog that acts like a cat? Sure. We'll get a cat mug. I'll get you a cat mug. We'll get an actual dog. 
I mean, listen, I'm really, like, Tracy was talking about that today when we were having wine. Tracy was like, Jess needs a dog. She was like, you should have seen the way this dog connected to her. Dogs know. Dogs know. They know that they, you they love know. them. And I love them. Hey, sexy tones. Hey. How are you? Looks like your voice is sexy right now. Oh, yeah, it's very husky. Damn. Mm. I feel very sexual. Uh, quick. Susie Abraham, number one solo travel tip ever. Ever. What's your What's your solo travel tip? Oh wow, this is a, number one. Okay, if you're at a bar, um, go to the middle of the bar because you'll have more of like the likelihood of being able to talk to different people. Meeting people. Yeah, like don't stand in the corner. Nobody puts baby in the corner. Oh, you know. Does put baby. And just, you know, a beautiful, like, you know, even if you don't speak the language, just a smile and eye contact does, does a lot, you know? And, and before you know it, you'll probably start making friends. And also, sometimes it's good not to plan too much and just, like, go with the flow. I like, that's also yes. the most thing I've ever heard, and I appreciate that's it. That's my deeply. goal for Paris. Less than two weeks, baby. You know, and it's going to be so beautiful. The surprises. Ugh. Also, the metaphor of this dress. Also, the dress. I'm The you, metaphor? You guys can't see it right now, but Susie is in the most amazing sparkling dress. It's, like, really hot. It's got this, like, a like little cutout cut and a knot in the middle. In her midriff. Yeah. With a little knot. It's like a disco queen. It's truly sexy. It's kind of, like, J-Lo-y. It's very J-Lo-y. <gasps> like, waiting for tonight. Whoa. But you, you to will be, be there in my arms. arms. Mm. Yeah. still trying to get the box out. Ooh. Susie so from the block. Susie from the block. All those, you know, Sarah knows, and I know Jess knows it too, but I, I fell in love with this beautiful dress in Paris, right? And I saw it in the storefront, and I was in love with it. And I made a vow to myself I would go the next day. And it, behold, it was, you know, New Year's Eve, so New Year's Day they were closed. So I go back January 2nd, and they were sold out of this dress. I was devastated. Devastated. I was like, oh my gosh. You know, and I went to, like, all the different stores in that area that might have carried it, and they were like, we don't have it. And I just let go. I was like, okay, I, you know what? This wasn't meant to be. I've never seen a dress like this. Then a few days later, I went to Sevilla, and I'm just, I'm just, you know, living my life, not expecting anything. And I was at a store, and I saw this shiny silver thing, and I was like, oh my god, that looks like my boo. And I picked it up, and it was my boo in the metaphors. In your size. Have to let go. There was only one left, (laughs) and it was mine. I said it today, but K Sarah Sarah, whatever will be, will be. It will be. The future is not ours to see. Also, Susie, grab a wine glass. Yeah. Jess is like, literally, Susie, what the hell? I'm like, what are you doing? Get on our level. Should we end this thing? Yeah, we should okay. end this thing. So, hopefully, listeners, aka Mike and Anthony, we've given <laughs> you plenty of advice for how to travel, um, have a good time on your way to your destination. The next time you hear back from us, we'll probably when we're back, when we will be back from our trips. So, you guys, pop, pop. I don't know if we actually gave you any sort of solid advice except for hydrate and take care of your skin. Um, but we love you and thank you for listening. And we will be back sooner rather than later. We promise. Yes, it's been absolutely too long, and we're so sorry for the we delay. We love you all. Mwah. Follow us on Instagram. Sarah. At SB Webs at JBenj93. Also, Sarah, what day is it? It is fucking Sad Girl Sunday, bitch. It is bitch. Sad Girl Sunday, motherfuckers. 
Peace out. We love you. Mwah.